Get it. Dit to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Tuesday, April 9th. Coming at you a little bit different than normal. Um, I know that's the case, but we're here. Uh, main reason, Rick Barnes decided he was coming back. He's back. That's the main reason. We, we would have done it last night. It was a little late. Um, if you've been listening to our episodes, you know we've been a tad bit under the weather. That played a part into why we weren't able to do it late last night. Um, watching the national championship game, and for me personally, I was catching up on Game of Thrones. It's good. So I've been I've watching got, a lot of season two. I've got a. I, I mean, I love. It's very enjoyable to watch, yeah. but it is time consuming, and you have to pay attention. Yeah, if because like even I, I've just been rewatching the last season and. Even I've forgotten like a lot of what happened. Yeah, if you don't pay attention, um, you you can definitely get very confused. Yep. Very easily. So um, it's not like you can just play it on the background. I do that, but I also I play it on the background while also trying to keep up at the same time. Um, that's not always the case. Sometimes I get lost. Uh, you gotta rewind. And go yeah, on. I do. I also read the uh, at the end of each each episode to make sure I catch up. I watch the wiki. Oh, I got you. It's not Wikipedia. It's like four TV shows and movies. I watch that just to make sure I don't miss anything. Yeah. So, um, like I said, we're mainly doing this, uh, kind of talk about the Rick Barnes stuff. So, uh, obviously last night, well, Sunday, I guess, Saturday, Sunday, early Sunday morning, the news broke that, um, not early Sunday, it was late Sunday. Yeah. That Rick, Sunday. that Rick Barnes was, uh, being, um, Talked to by UCLA, apparently without the permission of Phil Former. I, I haven't read much of that. I didn't read that article. Yeah, that's weird. Knox News cut me off. I'm, I'm out of, that's the only person I saw post. It was Mike Wilson. I'm out of uh, out of reads, free reads or whatever. Uh, and you. I'm not paying for that bull crap. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that news broke Sunday. Everybody kind of freaking out. Um, I started to. I'll be honest. I started. And I didn't like. I wasn't about to lose my mind. I wasn't like, Rick, you can just leave. Yeah. Or anything like that. But, and it wasn't I got to that point, but it was kind of just like, all right, if you're leaving, just go. Yeah. It was kind of like I I wanted to get it over with, and I feel like we kind of caught ourselves saying that because when we hear such negative news and coaching searches, it's usually bad for us. Right. Right. Absolutely. Uh, And so we expect the worst, and, um, you know, it's – I'll ask you this. Is it a – Bigger win for Tennessee, or is it a bigger loss for UCLA? Because that coaching search is awful right now. Yeah, it's bad. Um, It's looking like some of these Tennessee coaching searches of late. Um, I I mean, it's a big win for Tennessee just because I feel like lately, if it came down to all this, Tennessee loses a guy, or if we're on this end of it, Tennessee, we're we're the UCLA, like when uh, Mike Leach, or not Mike Leach, uh, Mike Gundy. And all that that jazz goes on. We're usually the guy getting raises in the last few years, getting someone a raise, or we're the guy getting passed over, or our guy's leaving if you're Lane Kiffin. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like this is a, I feel like this is a mental hump for your Tennessee fans, and yeah. maybe even the athletic department. I don't know how the athletic department views it. We need to do like an oral history with someone who's been there for a while. Um, because I mean, I feel like this is a big mental hump for them. Like they're finally like, okay, we, we were able to hold somebody when someone was like legitimately getting, you know, courted by another side. Like I, I know everyone, you know, and I, I broke it down a little bit, like in terms of what he'd be making after taxes, uh, versus cost of living versus all these other factors. And it wasn't that much more than Tennessee, but the fact of the matter was they were offering him $5 million, which was two and a half more to 
two and three quarters more than what he was making at Tennessee. Yeah, I don't, I don't think UCLA was taking anything into account. Man, well, I mean, I don't even think they know what a buyout is. You couldn't offer him that much more money. I I feel like they would have paid it. I don't think that was as big a hurdle as they they made it out to be. Okay. I, I still and I said this to some of our friends in our group message uh, in our fantasy football slash just sports message. I said I kind of think they put the leak out there of uh, if Rick Barnes doesn't take it or if Rick Barnes is offered the job, he's definitely taking it because that way if you put it out there, it's like. Well, if he doesn't take it, we didn't offer it. Yeah. That's, I mean, because why, why would anybody in Rick Barnes' camp say that? Why would Rick Barnes say that? Right. Especially if he hadn't heard an offer from Tennessee yet. And, and Rick Barnes isn't the one that just, like, what I think would want the title of being a, the greatest coach to coach at UCLA. I, I don't think anything was like that. And I don't think it was greed for money either. I think he knew to compete with all the coaches the SEC is getting – and the staffs that they had that he needed more money to be able to, to get the staff together to yeah. compete with these teams. And a lot of people said, you know, there was some upset. He felt like the basketball program wasn't getting the focus that it needed. And maybe that was part of it too. Like he was like, I can really get the athletic department's attention. And the fact of the matter is, I mean, I'm not going to say it was justified or it was necessary or, I mean, Tennessee football rakes in more money. Tennessee football has more fans on campus for games. Tennessee football is king around here. And it's never going to change. They could have won a national championship next year, and there would still be more fans in the orange and white game than would ever be at a basketball game, mainly because of the seating issue. But just even if he's held it in Neyland, it'd probably be that way. Yeah. Just because it is how it is what it is. Um, so, I mean, I'm not saying it's necessary, but if that's how Rick felt like he had to go about it, he went about it that way for some. I mean, it worked, I guess, in some way or the other. But I said, too, if he wanted more assistant money, he's got to take a pay cut somewhere. You can't pay a head coach $5 million and then pay assistant coaches top money at a school like Tennessee. Yeah. You can do it at Kentucky because where is all their money allocated to? Basketball. Right. So you can do it at UNC because where is all their money allocated to? Basketball. At Duke. I mean, you, UCLA. See, everybody's calling their basketball kind of king. With the hiring of Chip Kelly, did they not make a commitment to football? Yeah, or they make – I don't know enough about UCLA. I don't know enough about the Pac-12 other than they would have only gotten one team in had Oregon not won the tournament uh, and gotten the automatic bid. That's the only other thing I know about them. Is Pac-12, is UCLA making a commitment in all sports to try to be better? And that may be the case. Yeah. And they, maybe they were ready to you know pony up that money. I don't know. All I know is, like you said, that coaching search is definitely a mess. It's a big loss that they didn't get them. And, and the whole thing just didn't make sense. The scenery – and when you think about Rick Barnes, you think of the South. Yeah. I mean, that that is a Southern Baptist man. Right. And so the California live just d- didn't make sense to me whatsoever. So I, I feel like when he was offered the job, that that amount of money, we counter-offered with former and um, and, and Boyd. With a lot of money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and a lot of stock. I, I feel like at that point it was over with. Like he had made his decision. He loves Knoxville. He's comfortable here. He loves the fan base. I feel like he, he – him and Philip Former, I think, get along. It seems like it. Yeah. So I was. I don't understand why people were saying, "Oh, a, a former, former said that he's here to resurrect the football program, and that's it." Well, I think the question he was asked was like, you know, what's your first order of business? And I feel like that was get this football program to what it was. Yeah, the question you're referring to in terms of he's got to win championships in football. They asked about building an indoor, I think, an indoor track facility. And his answer was, we got to get football straightened out. And the reason was, I cannot remember the exact numbers. I hate to even try to throw it out. It was close to, I mean, it was above $35 million, what the football team generated. They're a revenue sport. They're what's going to drive the smaller programs. And men's basketball is different. 
because they're they are going to help drive a little bit of revenue for them. They are a revenue sport, mm. so they've got they've got a little bit for them. But at the same time, it helps a lot to have that football team going when you're not. We're not a basketball school. As much as it would be it would fun to be it would it would be fun to be one. We're just not that historic. We're not a blue blood. Yeah. Um, now in the next ten years, will uh, people start picking up the phone because they see Rick Barnes and Tennessee basketball calling? Probably, maybe if they keep up the same trend. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying we'll be a blue blood, but I think the name will carry more weight than it has previously. I totally agree. Um, but I mean, yeah, what what you know, don't take Philip Former's comments out of context. Yeah. Um, because I think everyone, when we got him as an AD, when we got any AD, because when we got John Curry, everyone was saying he may have to make a the biggest fire and biggest hire of his career in his first year. That was football. That wasn't saying basketball wasn't important, baseball, softball, track, women's basketball isn't important. Everyone just knows what the most important is. And I feel like, didn't he already get a raise for his assistance before this? From yeah, yeah, because he got uh, he had an NCAA violation for paying one. Yes. So, yeah, he so, did get a raise. But they still, apparently they were still pretty well under Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina's, yeah, those schools. Right. So, I don't think there's any disconnect between Fulmer and uh, Rick Barnes. I do think there was kind of, not a disagreement, but maybe um, – a mutual agreement, uh, agree to disagree, I guess. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was the Rob Lanier thing um, where yeah. we have talked about maybe him being the Rick Barnes successor. Um, and I feel like Fulmer maybe said that he needs more coaching, head coaching experience. Maybe. And I even, I think I brought up to you, maybe someone else that I don't know about that. He hired Jeremy Pruitt who had none. Yeah. So I'm not saying that that was the case, but yeah, I, I somewhat agree with you. Maybe that was, and honestly, maybe Rick Barnes isn't maybe Rick Barnes isn't you know he said what is it what did we give him a contract for through 2023 so and maybe he's not drawing the line there like maybe yeah. we he didn't get a lifetime contract maybe he's like I want to keep going and we weren't ready to pony up the money to keep Rob Lanier that long versus that you know with yeah. that that price tag yeah and man, that, that might have been part of it and, and I would I don't think Rick and Philip are at each other's throat Philip just Paid a ton of money to keep him here, mm-hmm. but if he had left, I think it would have been fair to say, you know, is something going on? I, I, yeah. I think it would have been fair to ask. Obviously, we're past that now. That's not the case. Thank God. I've been saying Philip Former's brought so much stability to this program. He's brought so much, um, you know, just positivity around for every sport. And uh, we we kept him. We kept him on. I want to go back to your comments uh, about how Rick doesn't fit in that Cali life. Um, <coughs> I heard Vitello on the radio doing his post game on the way over here, and he that had, man could fit in Cali. He had a good joke. He said, uh, "I think I'm the reason Rick stayed." He goes, I, I, "I sent him a picture of a couple of my best friends out in California, and told him he didn't want to be around those guys." <laughs> so, yeah, I think you're right. He definitely he definitely doesn't fit in in L.A. and Southern California. He's not Lane Kiffin. Yeah. So, but maybe he was going on a mission trip. Who knows? Maybe that's my next point. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's a mission field right there. But back to the Lanier thing. Uh, I don't disagree with either one with Rick Barnes wanting Lanier to be here yeah. to be his successor. And I don't really disagree with needing Phil more, Former yeah. needing more head coaching experience. If that was the case, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, he does have head coaching I think he coached at Siena. I'm not really sure when. But it was before he was assistant at, at, an assistant at Florida um, in different places. So, I definitely think he, he has the ability to be a head coach here. And I definitely think if he's able to put a couple of tournament teams – um, at Georgia State, you know, recruit some some decent talent down there. Cause he's a heck of a recruiter. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we know that firsthand. He he's had a a big hand in our recruiting as well. 
um, and a big hand in our development. And so I feel like if he's able to put some decent teams in down there and if Rick Barnes is when he's ready to step down, I feel like he will definitely get a shot at it. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll, he'll definitely get uh, – I mean, he's been an assistant at plenty of places, not a ton of ties to Tennessee other than we kind of all had that – the way he conducted himself, um, the way he was kind of uh, – not a lot of assistants are that highly – especially in basketball, that highly – their face isn't as, as obvious um, – you know, in the program like like his has been, so I think it just seemed that way, and maybe we were maybe we were completely swinging and missing on it, but I, I definitely seemed that way. Yeah. Um, How well, would you like to never pay for a meal again in Knoxville? Yeah, so I mean, I hope Rick pays for his meals because he's making what did we say four point seven million. Yeah, something like that. I hope he just walks in and pays for him. Um, but if not, I mean, do you? I mean, I, people. I mean, maybe if I walk in behind him, maybe they're just like, oh, he might be like a maybe distant cousin or something. Maybe it'll be a constant pay it forward thing. Like Rick's yeah. like, I'm buying it. And they're like, oh, we'll give a free burger to someone else. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But I'm not saying pay for your meal, Rick. Do you? Um, but making that kind of money, maybe support some local businesses. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I I definitely think for going through all that, what we did um, yesterday, that we probably deserve some food. I don't know if it was Dan Wolken. I don't want to give him the credit for it. But it was a good point. He was like, this was kind of the whole Shiano thing in reverse. Like, a community coming together to try to keep a coach. Yeah. Rather it, than get rid of It definitely wasn't as hateful. Well, no, because we were trying to keep him. We wanted it. But it was like, the community was like, like, there was everyone, you know, at the facility. Uh, you had legislators calling in, telling them we didn't want them. So, like, that was a community getting rid of one. Now this is a community getting, keeping one. Yeah. So it showed we're not just full of hate. If you come and win here and you come and do it the right way, we're going to love you. There were some people that was just like... Efric Barnes. Yeah, I don't. I don't want him because he's looking at UCLA. I mean, if somebody called me and offered me a job, I would listen. If I'm at my dream job and someone goes, "Hey, I'm gonna almost double your salary," I'm like, "I'm listening." Yeah, <laughs> I'm listening. Well, what you got for me? <laughs> yeah, like that. I'm sorry that, and I'm not saying I'm taking the job immediately, but I'm gonna listen to what they yeah, have to say. Yeah, and Rick Barnes, I don't think he's he's money hungry. I mean, the no. dude could probably retire right now and be perfectly fine. Right, but when they call with that kind of offer, you yeah. listen. Yeah, when it's double what you're making, hmm, I can make double. <laughs> let's, let's hear this again. I'm pretty good right now, yeah. but if I can make double. Yeah. Let's, let's talk a little bit of Grant Williams uh, while we're here. Um, oh, by the way. Talking Jimmy a lot of transition. Yeah, I can't. I don't know why he wrote that. Like, it was in the. Within an hour. Ten hours later. Oh, yeah, that one. I thought you were talking about the Grant Williams, not an agent one. Oh, yeah, that one too. That was pretty bad. I was like, he said it in the. Okay. Um. Real talk, real quick. We're talk. We're here just talking Rick Barnes, Grant Williams. A lot of transition. Hopefully, no transition by the time it's all done. How crazy would that be to keep Bone Williams and uh, Barnes after all that? What Martin Nagy is he gonna like put together some kind of decade of not non dysfunction? Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. What if we do have a wonderful ten years here? He'll have to write that. Write that. Shout out to Mark Nagy. Um, so obviously Jordan Bone made a little bit of different announcement. His made it sound like. Probably doesn't go. Um, he probably goes. Probably doesn't come back, but there's a chance. Grant's to me seemed like I'm gonna go check it out, but I want to be here. Yeah. Um, now I think he was. Uh, I think he, his kind of thing was the way I understood it, and maybe I'm looking at it as a fan, and um, maybe I didn't set an, you know set my bias aside enough. I read it like unless I get told I'm making first round pick good money, I'm staying. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to go kind of figure out how my game needs to get fixed before I go to the NBA. That's how I took it. I took it as a, I'm returning unless um, I get way better news than I think I'm going to get. Whereas I heard Jordan Bones like, I'm leaving unless I get 
not as good news like I thought I was going to get. Yeah, and I, I think it's strictly just what Grant wants to do. Yeah. Um, you know, because people are like, oh, he can come back for a year and work on his jump shot. I'm like, if an NBA, NBA team drafts him, you think they're not going to be able to work with him? Right. Like, he's not going to get better in the NBA? Yeah, it, um, I think his biggest thing holding him back right now is size, and you know what you can't do is grow at this point. Yeah. Like, he's not going to grow. Um, he can work on his jump shot, and I agree with you. That's that's one reason I do see him coming back. What kind of got fine-tuned at the end of the year? That jump shot, he was able to stretch the floor a little bit more. Real quick, JRC, VFL, he was upset with people's reactions um, to the Grant Williams presser. I absolutely agree. The man's worked his tail off. All of us could uh, turn our attention to him for a couple minutes and yeah, listen to what I mean, he had to say. All, all um, you can do is, is tip your hat and yeah. say – Thank you. I mean, trust me, I was hoping he'd walk in to an exact replica of Peyton Manning's thing and go, oh. I plan. I don't plan on uh, looking back. I'm staying at the university. Like, I was like, please do this. Please pull up Baker Mayfield, like recreate the Brett Favre. That would be great. Yeah. Um, I, I It didn't happen. I was like, that would be, that would make my day. It's um, still not out of the, like he could have another press conference. He could. He could. Uh yeah, but I mean, it was. I, I tweeted it. It was definitely bittersweet. I, I'm extremely happy for Grant Williams that he even has his opportunity to uh, to go. And then the NCAA provides a great opportunity for student athletes. I never thought I'd say that sentence, but it provides a great opportunity for student athletes to go talk to NBA teams, go through workouts, get feedback, hire an agent, get get advice from someone in the industry, hopefully good advice, and then make a decision from there. Um, so. Hopefully they can, you know, hopefully he gets in there, they tell him what he needs to know, and they go, uh, he either decides to come back. And Josiah James is recruiting him. Yeah. They, they, they say they've been taught, they've been texting a lot. Um, and, you know, hopefully they can, they can, they can get there. And, and he stays with Grant when he comes in each visit. Yeah. He, he, he's been recruited by Grant. And I think you've talked about how that may be a big reason he stays. Mm-hmm. So that would be awesome. Um, you know, we, we don't know. We'll see, you know, as it comes down to it. Bittersweet for sure. Hate to see if he does go. Hate to see if he does go. Very happy for him, though, at the same time. Yeah. I think the biggest reasoning for him to come back is not any unfinished business with him personally. Right. I think it's team. It's all team. Yeah, I agree. Um, because, I mean, what more can the man accomplish? Maybe the Naismith Player of the Year. Right. Um, and, you know, that might be on his list. I, he doesn't seem the type to really care about individual And words. I love Grant to death, but that would be a tough deal to accomplish just because as much as he – he's talented. He's a very talented player. But when you have guys that are freak athletes, you know, freakishly talented, mm-hmm. especially guys that are one and done that you expect – Zion, for example, that you expect to be this great guy, it's kind of hard to beat them out. Yeah, and everybody wants the next best guy. They yeah. know who Grant Williams is, so the next best guy um, – just comes in here. Yeah. Okay. And, I, and I'm not saying Zion deserved it more than uh, Grant this year or that Grant deserved it more. I, I don't know. You know, it got voted on mainly maybe because of how ESPN <laughs> ran yeah. ran it. But I, I don't know. But, um, you know, Grant Williams obviously had a great year. All-American. SEC Player of the Year. Back-to-back. Um, Did that go blank? Maybe. Let's see. Look at I don't know if y'all can hear us, but you can't see us. Oh, my phone just done. Well, if you're listening on here, my phone just died. You have a charger? Well, you just want to tweet it out and we'll get charged up. We're still running the episode um, on uh, the podcast, as you can hear me. But we just died on live if you were watching it there. You can unplug the TV. Probably. Damn it. I forgot. I didn't think about that. I meant to ask you if you needed a charger. That's funny. 
<laughs> That's good stuff. Anyways, it'll probably take a second to charge. If you just want to tweet out the, the phone we were using, Dodd. Um, sorry, well, it'll be on the podcast tomorrow. You got a little glimpse of it. Um, you'll have to listen for the rest of our opinions on Grant. If you were listening live, hear the rest of our opinions on Grant, Bone, yeah. Vol Basketball moving forward. Um, you know, uh, JRC VFL, uh, he also said that, you know, he kind of thinks, um, I guess, how you would t- say the uh, the silver lining of Bone leaving is Josiah coming in. Um, yeah, probably. I'd say Josiah is a day one starter, even if maybe Bone's here, possibly. Uh I don't know how that would work. I don't know where he'd play. Maybe Lamonte coming off the bench again. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would say that is a good silver lining that if Bone leaves, Josiah is definitely a day one starter. So, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that? If, if Bone, because I think Bone's gone. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't feel like neither one of them are, is going to be. Now they could be. They. And I definitely wish them the best, but I don't think neither one of them are just like. I don't think NBA teams are just knocking on their door, right? So I, I feel like it's, I feel like Bone would definitely benefit from coming back and being the guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and being more of a focal point of the offense. Um, I mean, I think yeah, I think Bone gets better if he comes back. Yeah, but the athleticism is there with him, so I, I definitely think that, um, that's gonna that's gonna help him moving forward. Mm-hmm. Is is that just strictly his athleticism, his ability to knock down shots from anywhere on the court, get to the rim? I just wish he had more of that killer instinct. Yeah, absolutely, and it was definitely developing more and more. Um, I, I, I hated I hated to see that this was his junior year. I think this would have been awesome if it was his sophomore year the way he developed. Yeah, so sure. but it is what it is. Um, real quick, don't want to stay on it long just because I don't know if there's a ton to talk about it. But Kelly Jolly Harper. Uh, getting getting the Lady Vols job. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, she played here. Um, she's been a head coach. Right at 500, though. That's yeah. my only knock. But at the same time, there's a lot more talent here. Yeah, I mean, she hasn't been a, a great program, so right. I don't know. I don't know either. I think this is one of those things that you can definitely – you have more room to mess up. I'll, I'll say this. Until Phil Fulmer gives me a reason to not trust him, I trust him. That's fair. I trust him in whatever he does. That's fair. I, I, I want to see how it goes before I make uh, – um, you know, before anything goes on, I want to see how this season goes for her because you've definitely got, like you said, not really been a great program. You've definitely got a lot more talent. It's going to help just being at Tennessee to the way you recruit. So, yeah. Um, real quick before we kind of finish out this episode, I think you have some Twitter questions. Let's go ahead and bring those in real quick. Yeah. Oh, real quick. Dad, it, I was gonna, I was gonna tweet out about that pausing, but I'll wait. About what now? So, some guy, he asked me what the meaning of life was. And I've already covered this before. <laughs> we have covered this um, before. And, and so, I'll, I'll definitely reiterate to what my reasoning was um, behind that answer. But it was Ferris Jewelier at Mr. Morris. Yeah. He said, what's the meaning of life? Meaning of life, sir, is... And I, and I feel like if Rick Barnes would have left, this would have been in my my next tweet after I figured that out. He left this program better than when he found it. Yeah, he did. Um, so, Dude, that's I tell my soccer kids that all the time. Leave everything better than you found it. Yeah, and I, I think that is the meaning of life. Was life better with you in it? Hey. Did you come into this world and made people's life better 
because of it. Absolutely. If not, then ugh, unsuccessful. If you did, <laughs> brought in people's day, successful, successful life. That's the meaning of life to me. How many? How many more Twitter questions we got? Uh, we got a couple. You got a few. Yeah. You gonna go back live for it? Yeah. All right. Go. Sorry, y'all are hearing everything that's going on. We're yeah. just, I'm just gonna let it roll. Hope that's good with you. That's so we're, let's get this set back up. And we'll go Twitter questions. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll just redo this one. While we're, I'll redo the meaning of life because I feel like people need to know exactly what the meaning of life actually is. Um, <laughs> and I ran into the three eyed raven and he told me. Um, so I feel You're like into the three raven. Yeah. So I should definitely share it with the world. But I'm going to ball baseball real quick. Ball baseball. Um, got the dub today against Lipscomb. Not a great team, um, but definitely a great team win, uh, a great win, um, a great game for, for the bats to, to come together. Tennessee was able to hit seven home runs against Lipscomb. Um, they went back to back to back. In the first, right? In the second. second. Okay. Early on. Early on. Yeah, the second. No, it was the first. Yeah. The first inning, back to back to back. Then later on um, – Solari and, and Lipsius went back-to-back, so they had two home runs on the day. Um, so seven total home runs. I think that tied a single-game record for the Vols, um, and I think they did that back in 1996 against ETSU. Oh, wow. And then you said how many home runs did we finish with today? Seven home runs. Seven. Crazy. Um, that is. So got the win against Lipscomb, 11-2. to um, We will start our weekend series early on Thursday against number so two Georgia. Why do they do that? Do you know? I don't, I don't really know. I know there's a lot going on on campus. I don't know if that has to do with anything, but I don't know why they would not do Sunday. Yeah, whatever. But I know you got the – I think the Tennessee Relays this weekend. Oh, really? Uh, I think the Orange and White game, and then you got number two Georgia coming. A couple years ago – wait, is it the high school or the college one? Don't they have two versions of the Tennessee Relays? I think it's like – hmm, now that you say that. Because a couple years ago in the college one, they had an Olympic 4x400 I, team. I don't think it's – I think it's the college one. Okay. Then, dude, we need to go watch that 4x400. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's the, the most exciting race yeah. in it's nice. in sports. and The exciting, most exciting race, not the most exciting event. I want to clarify that. Yeah. But it's exciting, and we need to go watch the men's team run it. Because they had an Olympic team there going against – I know Coleman didn't run it at the year I watched, but everybody else, like top of the Tennessee team, and it was a phenomenal race. Yeah. So love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Twitter questions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. That was nice. Um, so nice. I'll read them kind of in order. So Tom Brady is overrated. Oh, I like that. That's nice. Um, did you, hey, he did have a funny tweet. Did you see it? Darren Ravel's one, sh- uh, one shiny moment video. Uh-uh. And you didn't see Darren Ravel's one shiny moment video? I don't, I don't think so. Oh, my God. We've got to watch it. Uh, you'll have to watch it later. It's too yeah. much to take in right now. But Tom Brady quote tweeted it and was like, all right, well, that was a good run, Twitter. See ya. <laughs> so that was pretty – I don't think he actually deleted it. It was uh, a joke about Darren Ravel being just absolutely terrible. That's so, funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Tom Brady is overrated and at Soldier Boy's flow. I like that. Soldier Boy's got a flow. <laughs> I don't remember when Soldier Boy actually came out with a song. Because um, I was Like the Soldier like, Boy Tell Him? Yeah, I, I, was like I guess. was like 6th, 7th grade. Yeah, that that's, song? That's a long time. Yeah, yeah. But he still got flow. Oh, okay. Apparently. Spitting. He might. Yeah, he's spitting. It it doesn't slap like uh, Old Town Road. Old Town Road, guys, is um, it's the greatest song of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> right behind Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. It's it's definitely an anthem for everybody. 
I like the Rick Barnes uh, videos they put with it. That was that was pretty good. Yeah, that was a good. G-Man it didn't balls. exactly make sense, but it was good. I liked it. It's very uh, pop culture. Yeah, G Man Balls did it, and then I think the Tennessee basketball account did it. Right? Yeah, so yeah, great stuff. I mean, Billy Ray Cyrus does anything, and it's going to be absolute. Uh, how the children say fire, fire. <laughs> So, Soldier Boys Flow um, said, do you guys think Bone and Grant will forego their senior seasons or state? We kind of covered that a little bit. I think if I had to bet on it right now, I would say Grant comes back, Bone goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that we Like I said, or like Landon just said, we talked about it a minute ago. But, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think yeah. that's how it goes as of today. Now, if I had to pick one to come back, I would probably pick Grant, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah, but as I, I think beneficial, like benefit wise, who would benefit the most to come back? I think it'd be Jordan Bone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he has more of his game to. I think he has the longest NBA career ahead of him, yeah. and I don't know where he gets better at in the G League or in the back in college. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't because I want to say the NBA teams have great staffs, but I mean, so does college, right? And I mean, is is he playing better competition? Is he getting more? This is probably better competition than G League, but is he getting more better reps in college than he is in yeah, the G League? I mean, I think it'd be better for him because he he could be a focal point in in an offense here. Yeah, not probably not in the G League. I yeah, know. I mean, are, is everybody in the G League bringing it every night like you probably are in SEC play? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's good competition. Don't get me wrong. Right. No, I, I absolutely agree. Yeah. G League's definitely be more talent. Yeah. But, I mean, what's – if they're not playing defense in the NBA, what are they doing in the G League? <laughs> they're not. That's that's defense. my question. Yeah. Also, a lot of people saying, uh, before you go to the next question, everyone's like, all you've complained about for the last 10 years is how there's no defense in the NBA. Then you have two great defensive teams in the final in, or uh, college final, and you're complaining about that. Yeah. Can't make anybody happy, man. No, you can't. That's the world we live in. <laughs> um, so, Ethan Trent at Ethan Trent 24 said, Will Bone be back? Potential starting five next season. Um, so, I guess we don't really know if Bone will be back. If I had mm-hmm. to guess, he probably won't. I'm going to say no. So, I mean, I'll, I'll go my starting lineups. Josiah, Lamonte, Bowden. I'm going to go uh, DJ Burns and Grant. I'm going to go Grant and Fulkerson. You think Folk starts? I do like it's too I mean, white. until somebody <laughs> too white. until somebody proves that they're better than him. DJ like, Burns if, has to be right. If, if DJ Burns comes in and he's better than him, totally would not mind that whatsoever. But from what I'm seeing, from what I've seen so far, and I haven't seen DJ Burns. Right, we yet. haven't seen. We don't know anything about so, him really. Fulgerson, I think, would be my starter right now. I mean, I guess if you go day one, Folk may start, but surely by conference play, and Burns Lord, is he starting. Showed, I mean, he showed more than Kyle did toward the end of the season. Defensively. Yes. Defensively, not offensively. No. Offensively, he's going to trip three of our players and maybe three of theirs. Yeah. In the process. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> he'll, get, he'll get a couple steals. Hey. He, he gets a block. I don't know how people, like, I guess they underestimate, like, how long his arms <laughs> yeah. are. But he always gets a block. They go up for a layup, and they're like, this white guy's not going to block. Oh, shoot. Yeah. And they're like. All right, I quit. Yeah. I would quit, too. Oh, your scholar. If you get blocked by Fulgerson, instant scholarship. Yeah. And it's no knock on Fulgerson. I love Fulgerson to death. I'll bring you some pals as soon as you graduate. Yeah. I'm not going to get an NCAA, NCAA, NCAA violation if I can talk. 
I'm not going to do that, but I'll buy you some pals the day you graduate. Me and you. Go up to Kingsport, Johnson City, Jeff yeah, City. So I don't people, care. Somewhere. People were upset. They're like, oh, yeah, Rick Barnes can get all this free stuff, but none of the players can. I'm just like, they're, they eat fine. Yeah, I for swear real. to you, they eat just fine. I mean, yeah, I it, it, I think NCAA is stupid, but, yes, they, yeah. they eat fine. Yeah, I agree with you. It's very dumb. But. So, Ferris Jeweler. Bueller. At Mr. Morris. Says, what is the meaning of life? Um, I kind of went over that earlier. <laughs> We've covered this on the show before. We actually cover it every week. We just talk about the yeah. meaning of life. Yeah. If you don't listen to us normally. Basically. And not like champions of life, like the meaning of life. <laughs> um, so, and this would have been my next tweet if Rick Barnes would have left. He left the program better than he found it. Leave it better than he found it. That That's the meaning of life. You said you, you've talked to your players. Um, yep. And leave the field better than you everything found it. cleaner than you found it everything yeah everything bus than you found it. locker room was it was life better with you in it did you leave it probably not me better when you found it I'm just kidding or when you entered it yeah <laughs> so that's the meaning of life well, I think so, I got serious on us I did I did because I, I take that very seriously <laughs> the three out of Raven told me that and I'm going to live by that um, Brandon Stark all right, the three out of Raven scene, back to Game of Thrones, where they he finds out how the White Walkers started. I was about to piss my pants, and I was watching it in the middle of the day. I was like, yeah. "That's terrifying, dude." I love Brandon Stark so much better in the earlier than I do like in the end. Yeah. He's oh, so, I haven't gotten towards the end so yet. Weird. I still got a season left. It's so weird. Yeah. I mean, I get it because like three out of Raven, you got to be weird. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's just weird. Um, so next question, Joe at Joe. Joe. <laughs> Just Joe. <laughs> Just Joe. At Joe's Seaval. What is the status of D'Angelo Gibbs and Aubrey Solomon getting immediate eligibility? Um, I think... It's scaring me that we haven't heard yet. I'll say that. I, yeah, that, that is... I have heard good things, though. That is alarming. But the fact that everybody is getting... <laughs> yeah. If Tate Martell gets it, yeah. why do they not? And I feel like Jeremy Pruitt has told them, practice like you are going to start that first game. Right. And they probably both will if they get eligible. Yeah, exactly. So I, I feel like how big of a pickup for our D line is it if Aubrey Solomon's there? That's huge. I mean, yeah. our secondary is a pickup too, but I feel yeah. like it's bigger for our D line. Huge, like literally. Yeah. And like, yeah, just literally, I guess. It's huge. Yeah. Huge. Um, but D'Angelo Gibbs um, is back on defense, and he's apparently made a ton of plays, and uh, as. Played a little bit of that star position with Balin Buchanan kind of banged up. It kind of curious. Like I'm curious, there had to be more than a situation about Georgia if he's okay playing defense. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'll use that for his appeal. Maybe or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Um, any more Twitter questions? That's all we got. That's all we got. Uh, anything else for the show? I mean, pretty much covered everything we needed to cover today. Even yeah. had even had a Game of Thrones kind of wrap up slash review for you. Yeah, I mean. I mean, if you think your day was bad yesterday, you could have been the UCLA beat rider. You could have been. That um, fell for a fake account. That's like... Got that's, toasted by a fake that's account. That's Jimmy Himes like Tom's too. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, we talked about the orange and white game. We'll be there. I may be late. I oh, definitely will be late, actually. Take it back. But afterwards, we'll hang out at Cool Beans for a little while. Come hang out. It's Caleb's birthday. It is. Happy um, birthday, Caleb. Thank you. Early. Appreciate 38. it. 38. 39. <laughs> <laughs> um... But no, yeah, well, he's he's really just twenty four. I don't, I don't I don't want you guys to think. That I know that surprises you <laughs> by looking at me. Um, but yeah, we'll be hanging out at Cool Beans. I, I'm pretty sure uh, if the weather's nice on the patio. So come come hang out with us. Um, we'll probably leave the game early. Sorry, Jeremy Pruitt, but let's be honest. 
Yeah, when you get the third and fourth team in there, it's 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 time. We love you. We'll be there, but let's be honest with ourselves. Yeah. Um. So yeah, come hang out. Come say hey. Um. Just find us at the at the spring game. I'll probably be wearing my baseball shirt. Premiering that. Ooh yeah. So That's good stuff. Um. If you don't have one, I'll DM us. DM me. I've got some extras laying around. I'll I'll happily send you one for a fee. Small fee. Small fee. Small fee. Thanks, guys, on the live for listening. You guys on the podcast. Appreciate you listening as well. We'll see you this Sunday. And we're bringing the boat in, and we out.